My mom loves to cook. Maybe some of you uh, love to cook as well. It's always uh, fun to hear stories um, of other people when they cook, especially when they're entertaining people from up north, like anywhere north of Ville Platte. I mean, it could be Alexandria, it could be New York. People come down and um, they eat something like crawfish etouffee or crawfish bisque or some good dish that we, um, we just kind of take for granted down here. And they gorge themselves, like they get sick, like their taste buds are blown up. And they, they say things like, what did you do? How did you make this? And then, you know, whatever, my mom or whoever's cooking, just kind of, oh, we'll just, I mean, just throw a little bell peppers, onions, garlic, throw a little something in there. And yeah, but how did you do it? Like what, what, our stuff doesn't taste like this, right? Um, and they want to take food back home. Or maybe you've uh, gone visit up north and you, um, you order food and you just, you get so sad. <laughs> so sad because they're missing out on so much. You almost want to go in the kitchen and just say, look, let me, you know, people travel with like Tony Sacheries, believe it or not. Um, it's pretty ridiculous, right? Um, how much um, our food in South Louisiana especially uh, brings life and joy to, to people. Um, I, I laugh all the time where um, we're eating breakfast and we're talking about what we're going to eat for lunch, right? Or we're eating lunch and we're talking about what we're going to eat for supper. It's crazy. Our food brings joy to people's lives. And I think it's the way that we, we season and we flavor. It's just, it's enjoyable. And in the same respect, I think Jesus is just trying to teach a simple lesson to his disciples today. If you can make the transition. He says to his disciples, you are the salt of the earth. Right? Salt brings flavor. Salt brings, um, it enhances whatever it is added to. Christians are meant to enhance the life of people around them. They're meant to influence in a beautiful, good way the life of people around them. They have something good to offer. They have hope. They have joy. They have peace. He also says, you're the light of the world. Your life, your joy, whatever you have in you is meant to be seen by all so that they can see your work, so that they can see the way you love each other, so that they can be attracted, so that they can be influenced, so that your light may be able to shine in maybe the darkness, the despair, the hopelessness in their life, so that they can be attracted to the light. There's another instance in Scripture where Jesus says, I am the light of the world. Today, he looks at his disciples and he says, you are the light of the world. So which one is it? It's both. The lesson is as we are incorporated, as we are brought into Jesus, we become the light that is him. We're simply reflections, we're simply conduits, we're simply vessels of his light. And so if we're not staying close to Jesus, we don't have a whole lot of light in us. If we're not staying close to Jesus, what we're meant to be, salt, we kind of lose our flavor. 
And so if someone was to come visit our church, if someone was to come into this place because they were curious about who Jesus is, they were curious about what Christianity looks like, they were curious about what Christians look like, and they were around us, would they come to know who Jesus is by just being around us? Would they be influenced in a good way by our life, by our actions? Would they be able to see Jesus in us by our charity, by the way that we love each other? And Scripture also says they will know we are Christians by our love, by the way that we love each other. Because we're meant to be salt to the earth and light to the world. Sometimes a criticism of our church is that it's a bunch of hypocrites. There's no difference between the outside world, outside of this church, and inside of this church. Now, we know we have our bad days and we have our good days, but what we are challenged to do is to stay close to Jesus so that he may begin to fill us and change us and influence our lives so that our lives influence others' lives. We can't give what we don't have. So I want to challenge you just to really a basic question. What does your prayer life look like? That may seem a very disconnected question to our conversation, but what does your prayer life look like? How often do you spend time with Jesus? Five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes? We have an adoration chapel here on campus. It's open 24-7. Jesus is exposed Monday through Friday, 5 a.m. to 10 p.m. People who talk about going visit with Jesus, going sit in front of the light, going sit in front of the one who maybe brings life and seasons our life, they often say, I always leave different. I leave full of peace. I leave maybe with new perspective. I leave with clarity. I leave with less anxious than I was before. Something happened. I don't know what happened, but Jesus influenced me. It's almost like a microwave, right? We, we don't see it working. We don't always understand what's happening, but there's something happening. If we are going to be salt, if we're going to be light, if we're going to be the church that God intended us to be, there's no salt that gives flavor. There's no light that gives off light without being with Jesus. He's the source of everything. So let's recommit this week maybe to a life of prayer. If you're not praying, maybe give 10 minutes. If you are praying, let's recommit to prayer. You might ask, well, how do I start to pray? Well, maybe you can start by just reading over the Gospels for the week. Every Mass, every day, there's readings. There's one from the Old Testament. There's one from the Gospel. Maybe you can just read the Gospel readings and just listen, become more familiar with Jesus. 
A popular app right now is uh, Father Mike Schmitz. People are listening to it, the Bible in a year. People have already listened to it. Now there's the catechism in a year. But maybe you can just download the app and just listen to it. He reads the Gospels. He reads from Scripture. And then he explains it a little bit. So maybe you need just a little tutorial. Jesus was addressing the church. You are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. To be who he's calling us to be, we have to stay close to him. Let's renew our dedication to him this morning. Amen.